It's blow one. Hey, it's blow one. Blow one in Tope Nation. Hey, look. This Tokyo Jameson, the captain of the vessel, send your first class ass asking you a simple question. Have you went to BlowOneClothing.com yet? The answer is no. Go ahead and remedy that right now. Blow One Clothing is exactly what you need. That black and gold Tope Nation Blow One shirt is so, so damn fire. I got that Blow One across the chest and Tope Nation across the ass. Why? Because I'm high and first class ass. Easy. This is what you may have missed on the Tokyo Smoke Show. And this conversation for me would never have happened. I mean, I was raised to be racist, racist, racist. And not the way you're taught, if I may, the way you're taught to be racist as a white person is never like, now, son, you're going to be a racist like the rest of us. Now, have a seat and let me teach you. No, it's not like that at all. I'm ready to go, Big Papa Bear. You have tuned in to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume, peace speak volumes First class ass every episode also What's going on, good people? What is happening? It is I, Tokyo Jameson, the captain of the vessel. Glad to be with you tonight, sitting alongside of the Goddess Boutique at the head of Tope Nation. Glad to be before you in tonight's a special episode. We all know that this is the third and final season of the Tokyo Smoke Show. And finally, after all this time, we get sponsorship. So, holla at your boy. Got a lot of commercials to drop for y'all tonight. Hope that you can bear with me, and we gotta start with the primary sponsor for tonight, talking about none other than Bedlam Burgers Bath and Beyond. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is a bar off Route 66 in Texas, El Paso. Talking about the Bedlam Burgers Bath and Beyond, you can not only get the old school feel of a burger place, but you can also get the awesome benefits of a bathhouse. If you've never been to one, you need to get the Bedlam, ladies and gentlemen. Now, tonight's episode is extremely special because I am not alone for this very special episode of the Tokyo Smoke Show, where we will not only be getting to know my guests, but also keeping you up to date on the Oakland Middle School's sports calendar. Yep, we've got Oakland Middle School sports that we're going to be covering for you. we got their softball game, as well as an exciting chess match between Billy King and Mark Pugh. Billy King's hot, ladies and gentlemen. He's dropping that rook like it's nobody's business. So, we're going to be covering the Oakland Middle School Sports tonight, but I got my guest with me, none other than the one and only Ambassador Chad. What is going on, my guy? What is up, my brother? How are you, man? Stoke Nation in the house. That's what I'm talking about. Glad you are here. And folks, y'all know what time it is. We cannot go any further without lighting it up and showing love to the good old Mary Jane. Now, I'm sitting over here with some wedding cake. And why is that important? Because, well, anytime I'm smoking wedding cake, it's my anniversary, bitches. What you on over there, Ambassador? What you got? Man, I got this green crack from a dispensary here in Denver, man. Been smoking it out of my American Helix pipe, dude. Love my Helix pipe, dude. So, yeah, man, that's what I got. Green crack, baby. 
Alright, so we got some wedding cake and some green crack and whatever you got out at home. Let's smoke that. Grab your J's, grab your blunts, grab your contraband. Let's toast. Yep, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this segment of the Tokyo Smoke Show is brought to you by Oakland Middle Schools. Softball game is coming to a begin. We've got Amy Stanton on the mound pitching for your Oakland Middle School Raiders. About to bring that heat a nice 55-mile-an-hour fastball right across the front. Get him, Amy. So, Ambassador Chad, talk to me. Like me and you have been trying to link up now for what seems like 14 years, and we've only known each other for a couple of months, man. For real. What what what's it like in the day uh, in the day of Ambassador Chad? Because I see you smoke, I see you puff puff fast. You got a lot of energy. You're smoking that green crack right now. That fucking pipe is ridiculous. Talk to me, bro. Man, you know what? I gr- I wake up in the morning. I go out to my garden. I got, I got a bunch of girls growing, man. I get to hang out and do some, do some gardening. Have Lady Cannabis give me all of her vibe in the morning. Kick off my days, just uh, giving love and nourishing. Uh, you know, chopping up and making sure that she looks pretty and feeding her right and stuff. And then, uh, you know, try to hang out with the girls as much as I can, man. The more love you give them, the more happy they are, brother. You know what I mean? So. I feel that. Uh, try, I usually spend a good a good chunk of my day in in my garden, and then, uh, obviously then I, I transition into some work, and uh, I get my get my charms. I'm launching some charms, a new uh, ancillary product within the industry. Uh, different ways to be able to, you know, label your lighter, label your label your vapes and stuff, man. So we're uh, just launching some products right now. So I jump into the office and start banging out emails and texts and phone calls. Sometimes I set up some meetings to go talk to some of the big wigs in the game out here. Um, you know, keep hustling, man. You know what I mean? Look, that is all you can do. And <laughs> in honor of what he just said, keep hustling. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give the Tote Nation the Hustle Award of the Week to Oakland Middle School's own Amy Moffitt. She got straight A's this quarter. Amy Moffitt. Get him, Amy. That's what I'm talking about. Get him, Amy. So, bro, Get him, you're Amy. totally surrounding yourself, you know what I'm saying? You start your day with cannabis, bro. I got mad respect for that. Because I'm the exact same way. Regardless of whether it's a work day or not, I'm definitely going to wake and bake because it puts me in the right headspace. You know, if yeah. I'm off, that's cush because I'm just waking up to go and sit on the couch and chill out. But if I'm working because of the line of work that I'm in where I deal with the public, I got to be on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Time, you know what I'm saying? And if you have ever worked with the public and understand that every individual that you work with is different and you have to bring a different energy to everybody. So if you're in a fast-paced environment, you got to go up and down, up and down quick. You yeah, check. no doubt. Uh, so that can get tiring. You know what I'm saying? So being able to hit that cannabis first thing in the morning, I'm totally, totally, totally with it, bro. Totally it's a balancer, it. man. She's a balancer. She sets the she sets the tone. I always like to be able to throw some intention behind it, man. Like, uh, you know, I think that sometimes it gets lost that it's so free and so available now. The days that you still have to have your moderation, you still have to make sure that you appreciate her, throw out some intentions with your day, and make sure that she knows that you're you're enjoying her because you want to find your words, you want to find your power, you want to find your you know, your strength for the day, you find your words, whatever it is, but she helps you out, man. And uh, I think I think the power of intention uh, and match with, uh, you know, her miraculous medicine within. Can't have a bad day, man. You know what I mean? Can't have a bad day. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Ambassador Chad in the building. Motherfucking ambassadors in the building. So if you yeah, have not pulled up your seat yet, let me remind you that you are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show, brought to you by Oakland Middle School, Bedlam Burgers Bath and Beyond, and the Backdoor Bell Bondsman. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever gotten in trouble, you don't want to sit in that cell any longer than you have to. Just give a call to the Backdoor Bell Bondsman. They'll get you out quicker than Harry from the back door. That's the Backdoor Bell Bondsman, ladies and gentlemen. 
Sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's not. But they always get you out your spot. They oh, always get you right there. They got you, dude. They got you. Just rely on the back door. That's what I'm talking about. The Tokyo Smoke Show. We have fully sold out, ladies and gentlemen, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We got the middle school, we got burgers, and we got Bodgman. What else do you need, people? Nothing. Really? Yeah. That takes care of it all right there. But but keep on listening because I still got more people to cover. Alright, my guy. So talk to me, man. We about to we about to sit down. We about to we we we, we about to lay this thing out now, right? So I got the ambassador chat with me. He's the motherfucking ambassador. That's right. The only let me, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there for the record. Hot take for y'all. This is how Tokyo feels about it. First motherfucking fight that I got into in public school was with a motherfucker named Chad. Like oh, I'm just no shit. Put that out there. So no bullshit. The only way that you can be named Chad and have respect in the Tokyo Jameson book is by putting ambassador in front of it. That's ah, all. Bless you, brother. Bless you. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I ain't never fought a guy named Tokyo before, but I hope Chad at least halfway is represented. Most of us are douches, man. Most of Chad's, <laughs> most like, I'd probably say seven out of ten Chad's are douches, man. Just like, just the weirdest fool, man. You know what I mean? I try to represent the others. I try to represent the cool side, dude. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Chad Johnson, kind of cool. You know what I mean? There's a few of us out there. I have no, I have no qualms with Chad Johnson. I was a fan of his when, back when he played. I was actually a fan of the game. Um, so you know, I enjoyed you know his on the field and off the field antics because yeah. he's an entertainer. That's what they all are. I don't they give a are. fuck what nobody says. It is a game meant to entertain, and that motherfucker right there was an entertainer. He was man. He was like Randy Macho Man Savage, just as much of an entertainer, man. That's it. That is it. I mean, and that whole... I was about to go somewhere. I'm, we have to, we have to take this somewhere else. Anyone yeah, a football fan? I um, am, yep. Y'all know, Toke 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 hadn't watched sport in a long time, but Toke can 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 wax on something real good because football between 2001 and 2015 saw a plethora of characters and the way that the NFL and ESPN marketed the NFL during that time period really did try to focus and shine a light on people that you really can't see perform because they're wearing so much equipment. So during that time period, we saw wide receivers that were getting their shine. And I'm talking Chad Johnson, who we've already mentioned. Um, <laughs> T.O. that time. Randy Moss was in that time. Jerry Rice was coming to the end of his career, but you still have to mention the name Jerry Rice with, with some respect. You know, there were some 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 characters with regards to running backs. You had LaDainian Tomlinson, Ricky Williams, and I'm just naming the people that had some type of a shtick. I'm not saying that they were all the best because some of these guys, some of some guys that I haven't mentioned were great. But just with the marketing and the way they put themselves out there, some of these guys that I'm mentioning were very entertaining to watch on and off the field. And it wasn't always bad shit. You know, it's not always somebody breaking the law, which is what a lot of people would have you believe these guys do whenever they're not playing football. They're murdering people. That's what some people would have you believe. But what I'm saying is the guys that I'm talking about are entertainers through and through. Stay tuned for more of the last season of the Tokyo Smoke Show. Simple thing is, your clothes need to make a statement. And if you look into Tokyo Jameson, the only statement that my clothes make is this. Yeah, I'm high, bro! Since 2020, clothes for Tokyo. Peace. Stay tuned after this smoke show for a brand new track from Toke Nation's own King Swid. So, for real, ambassador, when you think about entertainers. When you think about some people, some people that just they dominate their craft on and <laughs> off. 
their respective court field or place of profession, who are some of the people that come to mind? I mean, if you ain't just talking about the NFL, you're talking about all sports, man. Like, all sports, man. I mean, imagine Phelps, dude. What kind of a character is Phelps, man? True. I mean, that's he's like an ultimate. I mean, of course, Jordan, Kobe, all them, you know, they, there's so many of them that are magic, you know, bird. You know what I mean? Like any of the greats. Even Hakeem, man. Hakeem the Great don't even get enough love, dude. That's Hakeem, Hakeem the Great did so much for Houston, man. You know what I mean? That dude deserved a hell of a lot, man. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we all grew up with characters that we liked, whether it was fucking Papa Smurf, Smurf or fucking, you know what I mean? Hulk Hogan, fucking whatever, dude. You know what I mean? And and the, the sports ones, I've always gravitated towards the sports ones only because I do think that there is that, you know, level of getting to that ability to be able to make that perfect play uh not not a choreographed one like hulk would hulk hogan would do you know what i mean but like being in the right place at the right time and having that ability to be able to one hand catch dude for that you know in that crucial part you know having that clutch i grew up watching jordan man that dude that dude showed me what clutch was man you know what i mean and, and these days i love being able to see you know the the documentary that went through and kind of discussed it and and expanded my mind for being his fan those days. But man, back in my day, that dude showed that not only could he lead, but he could make his whole team better and raise it all up and just have the have you know have it go, man, in the clutch in the clutch performance, man. And and as a kid, that's something that you gravitate towards, even if it's Bill Gates, man. You know. Big time facts. Look, you know, game recognized game, regardless of whether you want to admit to it or not. Even the haters that hate on these people are recognizing that these people are freaking nasty at what they do and deserve the hate. So game yeah. recognized game. One thing that I was thinking about while you were talking is like, you know, the generations that we're talking about with the, the athletes that we're naming are all products of the society that we've created where individualism is key. And even with you saying Papa Smurf and talking about the Smurfs, that still was a part of the um, individualism because it, the show is called The Smurfs, but you talk specifically about Papa Smurf and they put his ass on a t-shirt. So yeah. they, want, they want you to identify Papa Smurf as someone different from everybody else. And that's in our cartoons when we're young. Muppet Babies, we know who the individuals are. They go through the fucking show title and they're naming everybody because we need you to know who these some bitches is. You know, mm -hmm. like that's what it is, you know. And then you have sports, you have athletes who have these jerseys that they wear in the game. And now you have the opportunity to wear that person's name on your back to show you in your own way that you are a fan. Uh, of that person so it is it is pushing individualism more way more than we did you know back in the day you know when sport first started out when the country was still young and racist now it's like you know it's it's different you know it's different we're pushing into even in football where all 11 people on the field matter you still are going to get some people that are promoted over others because it is a what have you done for me lately? I want to see you score. So the linemen are just as important because you can't get Tom Brady throwing a thousand touchdowns if he's not getting blocked for it. But you yes. will not know the lineman's name unless you are a diehard fan. You know, mm -hmm. when you watch the, the, the games on, on certain nights, you're glad when the when the guys introduce themselves because you're like, oh, that's who that son of a bitch is. That's what the mm -hmm. <laughs> say. And since I'm... <laughs> Yeah, man, I, to I totally agree, man. Those sumo wrestlers inside don't get enough love at all, man. Not at all. That's not, not at all. And having been one of those sumo wrestlers, I want to make sure that I show as much love as I possibly can, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Tokyo Jameson played football until he was 22 years old, and my knees hate me now. <laughs> That is the number one. That is the number one thing that comes next, man. My dad played for Iowa State, man. I've had, you know, I've had plenty of friends that have gone on and I've taken care of, obviously, a lot of the professional athletes that have come through Denver, including some of the football folks when it comes to cannabis and their needs, man. And I can't even tell you, man, knees, knees for any athlete, but especially football, man, just take a beating. Bro, I, I was a center. 
Well, I'm sitting there having to be bent over the ball and waiting, you know, and you can't rest on the ball mm-hmm. because if you rest on the ball, then you're not going to be able to snap it fast. So you're just squatting, you know, like, and that, yeah, when you're that much weight and you're just sitting on your knees, man, I'm telling you, it catches up with you. So, yep, ladies and gentlemen, when uh, Tokyo wakes up in the morning, you heard that pop. Yeah, that wasn't a bird flying into a window. That was my knee. <laughs> <laughs> that was my knee. That was my actual knee. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, actual. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have to give y'all a quick update. The score on the softball game. The Lady Oakland Raiders, five. Tennessee Chattanooga, six. They got it, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to come back, I believe, in our Lady Oakland Middle School Raiders. They're coming. They're coming. That makes me want to go get a vendor burger. Bro, the, there's nothing like a burger from the Bedlam Burger Bath and Beyond because I'm telling you, it is just the, it's all the things that you want. My favorite burger from there is the oh no you didn't burger it is 100% covered in cheese bacon and gluten if you've ever wanted to know what gluten looked like go to Bedlam Burgers Bath and Beyond you can see it dripping off of the burger it's just 100% it's it's disgusting and delicious oh no you didn't the oh no you didn't burger because after you're eating it after you're done eating you're gonna say oh no you didn't ain't no way you did it (laughs) <laughs> oh man ladies and gentlemen this is the smoke show you know what you're in for we got a blunt in us we got that weed in us and we're gonna keep you know, this thing going you know i love the idea though the individualism of the uh jerseys that we were talking about you know um it makes me think about i went to jamaica i did a music camp with some rasta kids out in the blue mountains and we would bring jerseys along with us man and those kids out there to be able to have like a jersey we go out like we go out like four years later they got that same jersey might not fit them a little different you know what i mean but they they love on that commercialism i'm telling you well i mean here's what you have to understand i mean media being what it is media is king so whatever's on the screen has everybody's attention um and these athletes they they dominate everyone's attention. So if you have, even though LeBron James never wore that 23 that you have on, you know, you still feel connected to the overall heartbeat that is, you know, is life. Because life beats through sport. Life beats through competition. Whether you're a sports fan or not, you're sitting there judging Kathy down the hall because her crumb cake is better than yours. It is all competition. It's the heartbeat of it. So we want to be connected to it. So for these athletes, because they dominate, because sport means so much to what it means to the world, to get a jersey, you know, you definitely feel that connection. So two people that I wanted to mention when I asked you the question, athletes that just entertain on and off their respective uh, platforms. Um, one, go ahead and repeat the name, LeBron James. Um, I was very critical of him when I was a sports uh, podcaster. I had a sports podcast called Blow the Whistle Sports Talk back in the day. I was extremely critical of that man. And now as I've aged and I've seen him age and how he's conducting his business, I have total respect for how he conducts himself off the off the court with respect to what he shows i don't know him 100 percent. he's a grown-ass exactly. he's doing a whole lot of stuff that i don't know about but what i see i like what he's doing with regards to education trying to help spread the word with education then the show that he has on hbo the shop i like that show i like the conversation that they have like it's excellent and then on the court he just happens to be a phenomenal freaking athlete and then one other one um in another uh venue it's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, when he played on the field, he was ridiculous when he would just decide, dissect defenses. And then off the off the field, he's pretty fucking funny, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. He, he's got good comedic timing. He does, man. Um, being, you know, being in Denver, obviously, Peyton had a, a, you know, a little bit of an impact on these days. You know what I mean? He's kind of the new Elway of, te- of the town. You know what I mean? 
but man, that dude, like, I just kind of picture him, like, before he goes out and plays golf with Tom Brady and shit, like, him just, like, sitting down and crunching, just with his big brain, like, crunching out just the funniest fucking, like, joke to rip on Tom Brady, dude. And just, like, he just, like, gets it down to the most precise fucking joke, dude. So when it lands, it's just, like, it's it's like Peyton Manning dissecting a defense with it when it comes to a joke. I, he just has it, dude. I totally agree. It's so hilarious to me. Facts. One of uh, one of my favorite SNLs to watch was the one that he hosted, um, um, because that that boys club one um, or the the Big Brothers or something, you know. And he's got the kid getting you know Peyton Manning tattooed on his leg and. He's got him stealing. Like, I'm like, yo, that's just too doggone but Hilarious right there, man. <laughs> I like watching him peg the kids with the football. That shit was hilarious. Right. That was, like, that was, was just hilarious. a flag, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then getting mad at them because they didn't catch it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was hilarious, man. You know, his brother Eli, Eli did a pretty good job on SNL, dude. I gotta give him respect. He's such an awkward geek, man. You know what I mean? Like, but for but for Eli, dude, he held it down. He represented for New York, man. I was proud of him. That's hilarious that it's gotten to the point where it's socially acceptable, where we honestly say, well, but for Eli, that was good. And that's actually the <laughs> thing. It's like Peyton had a great, a great career. Eli had one too. I mean, for Eli, that was good. Peyton was great on SNL. For Eli, that was good. <laughs> Poor Eli been traumatized since he was a little Archie, dude. Like, you know, he's been like, I can't ever make it up to Peyton, man. I got two rings and then I can't make it up, man. You know, fuck. Can't, can't, don't, stand a, don't stand a chance. You still got more of your hair on your head, son. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still can't hold a candle. <laughs> the legend that is Peyton Manning. <laughs> he's a, he, yeah, good character though. Definitely a character. You know, if you ever think about those characters that you know ever went and transitioned actually from like you know comedy or like actor or like athlete and went on to like politics or something, you could definitely see Peyton Manning's character, just like an Al Franken or a fucking you know some of these other guys, dude, transitioning in and actually having an impact on the world, like. You know, I have a I have a hope here in Denver since our ownership is a little up in the air with the Broncos that Peyton might dive in and actually kind of do that and grab his you know grab his grab the franchise by the horns and makes make some political statements as ownership in a way and you know it could just be a pipe dream but you know I, I'm still definitely on the board for Tom Hanks to run for president so oh that's what's up man ladies and gentlemen heard <laughs> it here. Ambassador Chad's main man, Tom Hanks. Ambassador Chad, <laughs> Tom Hanks on speed dial, ladies and gentlemen. That is the, the correct truth. Forrest Gump is on speed dial for Ambassador Chad. That's um, right. That was up. I do go by Bud Tender to the Stars for a reason, my friend. I have definitely been a Bud Tender for famous folks. <laughs> that is what's up, ladies and gentlemen. We got cannabis royalty in the building. He's hitting more of that green crack, and you know, Tote wants some of that. And I ain't, if I ain't rhyming, I ain't flying, man. Life needs to be a musical. He put the pipe out there for me, and I just took the meanest hit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it felt great. Yes. So, all right, folks. I told Ambassador, I said, bro, I'm not going to keep you for too long. Ambassador was like, look, I got 15 constituents out there that's just waiting on my time. I said, bro, I got you. We're going to get in here. We're going to get this smoke. We're going to smoke this one blunt, and we're going to get the hell out of here. But I'm enjoying myself too much. I'm about to light up another blunt. I wish you would. Oh, oh no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, grab your J's, grab your blunts, grab your contraband. Let's toast. All right, bro. I feel like doing some. I feel like doing some confession shit right now, fam. You feel like confessing with me, bro? I'm down. So, 
this uh, segment of, of the Tokyo Smoke Show is entitled Tokyo Confessions with Ambassador Chad. It's brought to you by a little-known song by some little-known artist back in the day called Usher. Called Confessions. These are our confessions, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so what we're about to do is just talk about dumb shit that we do when no one's around. So, Ambassador Chad, (laughs) no bullshit. Like, I legit talk to myself. Like, when I'm high... And I'm sitting in the house completely by myself. I will, like, see something on TV and be like, did you see that dumb shit? And then I will make a joke about the dumb shit that I just saw <laughs> as if somebody is here to listen to it. Yes, Toke talks to himself. What you got for me, Chad? <laughs> man, you know what? I uh, I don't get enough alone time, man. So, uh, man, I'm I'm... I just jump on like social media and I mess with my dog and shit. Like when it comes to just hanging out with me, I do sometimes talk crazy shit, like, but I don't have the full conversation. Like sometimes I'll just have a thought come out, but I don't respond like you say you do, man. So I don't know if I'm missing out on something. Maybe I'm just not vibing with myself enough. Maybe I'm just not lifting enough to have that full circle. That's what it is. You gotta get so high to where a part of you goes outside of your body, so you actually are smoking with someone. You're smoking with yourself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so then it is like you ain't alone, man. You're just picking your own brain then, dog. Time facts, yo. That's when some of the best daggum inspiration comes. So, so to the point, I told him best to chat about this in the pregame. I was like, bro, I was like, I got it. You hit me up. Asked me when I wanted to smoke. And I was like, I want to smoke tonight. And as soon as we made the date, all these different ideas, dumbass ideas, just just started just jumping in my head and then jumping out. Like they were playing double dutch with my mind. It's like they were just, uh-oh, I'm going in, I'm going in. Nah, I'm not going in. I'm not going in. You ain't getting in. But you just, they said, I'm just going. Get it, bitch. Get it, bitch. Get it. And then they just don't even jump in. So, yeah, man, I'm getting all these ideas, man. And my dude is 100% responsible for the seed of those ideas, man. So in in, in honor of one of those ideas, I got to give a shout out to our next sponsor, Tombs Spanish Style Paprika. Ladies and gentlemen, it'll, got you, it'll have you saying two things. Damn spicy. That's Tombs Spanish Style Paprika. I want to go get That's- some paprika now. Right, like, and I ain't. I don't even have anything that I want to prepare it on. I just want it. I don't even care. It's Spanish style, dude. That's it. That's it. I just want it in my house. Stay tuned for more of the last season of the Tokyo Smoke Show. What's up? What's your favorite sport, bro? I like football. I grew up playing soccer. That's what's up. That's what's up. So when you say football, you grew up and you, you differentiated. So you grew up playing soccer, but right. you like football. All right. The, yep. I was a runt, so I never got to play football, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I understand it, man. I definitely <laughs> understand it. All right, shit. And I want that T-shirt that on the front says the Tokyo Smoke Show with your logo. <laughs> and then on the back says first class ass. Yo. So people got to walk up and ask me, what the fuck? I'll be like, first class ass. What All you day. talking about? Like, you don't All know. Like, I, will, I, will, I will rock a first class ass fucking yes. shirt, hoodie, yes. face mask, bandana, <laughs> jacket, everything with a first class ass on that shit. Yes. It makes me feel better if I have a diverse uh, spice rack. Right. You know, you need to have some flavors in your spice rack. That's what the fuck we're talking about on this blunt. Give me this. Let me pull this. You know, you need to basically kind of just have like as many spices as you can, even if you don't know what the fuck they are, dude. Like, you ain't, know what, you ain't know what sage tastes like. Just put it up there, man. Because, hey, you never know. Some son of a bitch come over and be like, you know what I need on my shit? Sage. Big time facts, fam. So here's what you do. If you a young squire 
and you getting ready to go out into the game, and this is just this young man, young woman, young person, whatever you are, if you getting your first, you getting your first place, right? You got to go out and you got to get yourself one of those uh, mixed spice racks that's already made. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a whole rack with a whole bunch of different shits in there. Because if all you do is get salt and pepper, you're losing. Okay? You're fucking losing. There's a whole lot more to life than salt and fucking pepper. I'm just saying. I got mad love for salt and pepper because anytime I hear, yeah, yeah, who? You know what it is. You know what it is. That's vintage salt and fucking pepper. But I'm saying. You need more. Of the, you need more of that in, in your seasoning. That's all I'm saying. You need a little Spinderella too. You do, man. You do. I mean, salt and pepper is just the basics, man. It's a necessity, man. It's like having some cheese in your shit, dude. Big time facts. Big time facts. So one of my flavors I I, I, I like to use, and 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 it's easy. Besides Obey, because I really like Obey, but I I, I use uh, I use cayenne. I like cayenne pepper because it has a purpose. Not only is it going to give my food some spice, but it's going to get my metabolism working because it's going it's going to heat me up, and it's going to cause my body to start to work and cook up all this fat that Tokyo been building on for the last thirty seven years. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is thirty seven years of fat tried and true. I didn't get this big overnight, and neither will you. Thirty seven years. That's so awesome. Good looking 37, brother. Hey, man, I tell you what, it took me some time to get to this point. I'm thankful to God. Yeah. I agree day. on the spice, I'm, though. Oh, yeah. I, I agree on the spice, man. I got I got Cajun spices my, my wife just hooked me up with, man. We'll put some of that stuff on some corn or some chicken and stuff, man. It is just, it's a totally different level of, of meal at that point. Winning. You have not eaten corn on the cob until you put some spice on that shit. I like butter on my corn on the cob. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Now, you, you can't go wrong. You're going to put some butter on that bitch. It's, something's got to make it all stick. But you but you put some spice on that? Like, like, just for example, if you've never had lemon pepper on some corn on the cob, you're really missing out on life. Because that right there is some good fucking flavor on some corn on the cob. I'm just saying. I got to try that, dude. That shit sound good. It's delicious. That, that it sounds is a, great. 100% delicious. I, I will put some lemon pepper on some corn on the cob, wrap it up in um wrap it up in tin foil and then put it on the grill and let it slow cook while I'm cooking my meat. And yeah. I'm finna go do that tonight, I think maybe. <laughs> there you go. My man, my man is winning. My man said, I accept that challenge. It's the we talking, dog. What you got going on? He's going to start talking to me about corn and how I can make it better. Come on, man. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about because that's how we learn, folks. We learn from talking. I done live a life. My man done live a life. His life lived different than mine. My life lived different hands. I talk to him about stuff. We share. We converse. Ideas spread from back and forth. We cannot grow. Unfortunately, if we only hang around people that think, do, and act exactly like we do, we gotta hang out with some different motherfuckers so we can get some different shit. Hey. Yep. Diversity is key, man. I love everybody from my Puerto Rican brethren to my Jamaican brethren to my fucking whitest of the white Norwegian fucking body, dude. You know what I mean? Like Irishmen, man. You know what I mean? Like every shade in between, man. We all got different things, but we're all going through it together, man. So the more we talk and the more we accept and the more we forgive and understand and, and shit, you know, we can listen to each other. I'm excited for this new this new generation, man. This new generation has some bright stars and they're communicating in better ways than we ever thought we were going to. So Big time facts. I hope it leads to, to more acceptance. I hope it leads to more diversity and more love. You know what I'm saying? No um, doubt. Hate, I would hate to believe that all of this technology that we have at our fingertips and all of this connection, because the world is so much smaller now than it was when I was in grade school. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in grade school. I thought that it was the greatest thing in the world to have a pen pal who was fucking 30 minutes away from my school. 
Like, oh my God, I wrote a letter, you some bitches. <laughs> and it, it, it went 30 miles away to a school 30 miles away, and I had a pen pal. Now I'm sitting there having Skype calls with cats in Colorado like it ain't shit. I'm sitting here fucking WhatsApping with motherfuckers in the UK like it ain't shit. I'm saying if we got this technology and we do not use it to better mankind, then we are 100% a waste. Yeah, this, this, where we are right now, is the best possible situation that the world could be in based on the history that it's had. I wouldn't want to be alive in the fucking Renaissance period. I wouldn't want to be alive during the, the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. Don't have me. Don't have me during the Great Expansion. Fuck that. I don't. I didn't want to experience the New Deal firsthand. What the <laughs> fuck? Hell I'm cool with learning about it. I'm saying, let me learn. I don't look. I know it was a proud day when the Golden Gate Bridge was open, but bitch, I didn't want to see it. That wasn't it. I'm saying that I am existing in the best possible time for a person like me to exist. This is the best time. Everything is future. So, if we waste it, then we are 100% wasting our future, and that is a problem for me. So, I'm hoping that people listening to this show can understand you got two people from different backgrounds coming together and connecting on cannabis. And I hope that you'll follow our lead. What'd you say? It's all about living your purpose, man. You know what I mean? Uh, just just feeling what's right and going with your gut and knowing that you're living your true you, that you're living your true you and that you're going after it, man. And, and uh, connecting with the right energies around you, with the right people, with the right focus. It don't matter who look like what, man. I, I, it's funny you mentioned pen pals, man. I remember having a pen pal in like Egypt, man, when I was a kid and I got like one letter back from him and I'm like, shit, that was possible. And I like, we never talked again, but I got like a shit from some dude in Egypt. And I'm like, damn, dude, that I, that's kind of crazy. There's some cat over there that I just made his day better. We talked to, and he made my day better, dude. You know what I mean? So I just float along. In, I've been doing this grind in, in this cannabis game for so long. I call myself the ambassador because I teach people about her. I introduce her to everybody. Everybody wants to wants to get to know her through me because I have a, a different perspective with her. She te- she talks to me and tells me different things sometimes. And and I know that I'm living my purpose when I get a chance to explain to someone that you never thought would ever agree to cannabis that, hell, there's a reason for it, even if it's not for me. Like, to be able to bond and to be able to understand each other regardless of the side. I, I completely understand. You have a problem with weed? I run into people all the time they are like, I can't have anything to do with it or I would never have anything to do with it. And that's totally fine. I respect I respect where you're coming from, man. I, there, we need to have those people as well so that we so that they keep us in check the ways that they can, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not a political guy. I try not to be. I try to stay away out of all of it. And I know that there was some recent turmoil and it sucks of all of that stuff because I am who I am and I look the way I look. And, to feel the way I feel so differently, it sucks to have that being represented me as well. But I see the purpose of it and I try to accept it and I try to see it so that I can at least keep myself in check to why there is that hate. You know what I mean? And and however I can make sure that everybody's comfortable along the way to just be the ambassador to, to balance people out and to accept and uh, introduce people that's kind of that's kind of what I always have done, man. Just kind of trying to be a great balancer that way. You know what I mean? I respect that, man, 100%, bro. Because that is uh, where I am and how I'm trying to to attack life is not to be so quick to respond. Because one thing that we have to acknowledge, we all think that we're right based on our life and our perception. So when we think of something. We think that we're right and justified in feeling the way that we do. And if we feel the need to be petty and spiteful, we feel right in that moment of, 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 of petty and spitefulness. So I could take something that someone says or does and immediately react to it. And all that's going to do is drop a negative pebble in the pond that's going to spread and ripple more negative. Or I can take a moment to just try and understand why they might come at me. And I can say, you know, hey, maybe you still deserve this ass whooping that's coming. Or I can say, you know what? It doesn't even deserve a response because it's bullshit. 
you know and i'm not gonna go there with you you know i'm I'm gonna go there with you because my life is not going to stop yeah i just put my shield up that's it i i because look, and, and and I still got it. I still got to deal with the same problems that I have to deal with before you said something to me, you know. And and the, the problems I'm talking about is real. The problems I'm talking about, I've talked about publicly because I don't mind being honest about the way that I feel about it. The anxiety that I have, just based on the color of my skin, going out and being accepted in this country, just being, just the anxiety that I have to get every day. I put that shit on. When I walk out the door, I have no control over that. So what someone says dishonest about me, as hurtful as it may be, I can't allow that to affect me because I still got to go and live. Yes. I fucking live. Yep. So. And I, and I bet that's a very, very difficult transition to try to be able to somehow put that facade on and be like hell yeah i still gotta grind even all that dude i can't even imagine that sometimes some of my homies like i'm i'm blessed in many ways and i've never really understood until most recently how the outside blessed the extra i am dude and it's like you know i didn't deserve that extra cherry on top i'm good with the grind man you know what i mean like i don't need to be I don't need to have the blue eyes for real. I could have dealt with brown on, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Fuck, dude. But you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's interesting how, how the world is gone, and it's unfortunate how the world is gone. But I think that we're in a place now that uh, it doesn't have to be that way anymore, man. So, and I think more, more people are accepted of that too, more than ever. So I think I think more people are now cognizant of what is going on because I think for a long time, because it wasn't on mainstream media, people had deniability. They didn't see it, so they can they can say it didn't happen. But now it's on the stage because of what happened January 6th. It is on the main stage. You can't ignore it anymore. You know, and, and it's unfortunate that it had to happen that way. But honestly, like some of the people that look like me that have never experienced anything behind a bar before, like besides maybe just a drinking bar, you know, that's a different story, right. though. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like it at least put it on that stage. So at least them, them sons of bitches can at least somehow feel at least that much, like at least that much. At least it's not a blank slate anymore. At least there's. At least that little bit of an, something jumped up in their in their inside and was like, oh shit, you know, just that little bit. That's all. And and hopefully we can f- find our ways to make that ember, you know, inflamed, dude. So. And that's it. That to really to really bring change, man. And I appreciate you for, you know, put putting that uh, that metaphor on there, calling it that ember, man. Because that's that's it. I often use the term seed because we're often talking about cannabis and you want that bud to grow and there's something beautiful that heals and gives us those clouds, man. But honestly, in this particular situation, when we're talking about a society that was built to keep certain folks above others, it does need to be burnt down. You know, it does 100% need to be burnt down. And from that will come some, some rich, fertile soil that can grow some really awesome shit, man. So that right there, that's what we're talking about. We're talking I've, about us come together. I've seen some of that land out in, out, out with my brethren out in, out in the Blue Mountains in Jamaica where it's pure, pure, rah, rah right there, man. And it can grow some fabulous stuff. I can't even tell you. The music, I do this nonprofit where we do, uh, we keep music in the lives of kids. And uh, we went out and did this camp out there. And like, we were just around kids just making music and there's like so much of a vibration that when the kids are singing the birds and the spiders and the bugs all come and hang out and try to play when they can too it's the vibration's weird and and that fertile land dude can produce some of the most magical shit this world's ever seen i promise that's what i'm talking about ambassador ambassador look so i'm about to tell you some shit fam you and i are gonna have to just fucking vibe like this again you fucking Recording or not, man, you just a fucking righteous dude that I definitely want to smoke with again, man. You yeah, cool. man. Yeah, man, for sure. No doubt. Nothing nothing but respect for you, my guy. We've reached that point on the, on the show. And, and folks, 
I want to thank you uh, for listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Shouts out and congratulations go to our very own Lady Oakland Middle School Raiders pulling out that victory 11-10 to 10 over Tennessee Chattanooga. Shouts go to those Lady Raiders. Kill, ladies, kill. That's what they do. Good work. Shouts to Billy King. He handled business very quickly in his chess match. Oakland Middle School handles business across the board. And all this was brought to you by the Bedlam Burger Bath and Beyond. You want burgers? We got that. You want french fries? We got that. You need to take a shower afterwards, you dirty son of a bitch. Guess what? We got that. Bedlam Burgers Bath and Beyond. So, (laughs) Ambassador, at this point of the show, man, I give everybody the opportunity to plug what they need to plug, man. Um, because I'm nothing if not a mirror to try and push out what you got going on, man. So, um, plug what you got going on and then whatever message you got for the people, if you want to say, smoke them clouds, you tell them to smoke them clouds. If you want to tell them to suck a dick, then you tell them to gargle it. The mic is yours, my guy. Thanks for being on. Man, blessings. Thank you very much for having me on. This has been fun, man. I, I definitely enjoy your vibe, dude. And I, I never mind having a having a bowl with a, with a good friend. And I, I consider you that now. So thanks, man, for letting me roll along, man. Um, you know, the products that I do, uh, lighter charms and vape charms right now, these guys are pretty, pretty awesome. And I think you'll probably see them coming soon um, a lot of places. You can go check out lightercharms.com. Um, basically what this is, is you can light a bowl and snuff it. So you basically can take a hit and then light a bowl and snuff it. It makes it so you don't waste your weed. Um, and cause this is borosilicate right now. So it can take up to 700 degrees. So, you know, when even your Puffco, that little carb cap pops off your Puffco, you can use one of these things to use it as a, as a carb cap as well. But anyway, uh, we customize these guys. So you'll see them around, um, Go check out lightercharms.com if you if you want a couple of them. I have a I have a code. If you go to a discount code, you enter Budtender. Um, I think it's capital B, but I don't think it matters. I think if you just put Budtender in, then it gives you free shipping if you get two of them, including the band. So that ends up being maybe eight bucks. You get it shipped to you for free as long as you're in the continental United States. You can check them out. We got bunches of different designs. And this guy here, this is a vape charm. You're gonna see some of these around the country. I got some for Spherex and Ozone and the Clear and Open Vape and Evo Lab. So go ask those guys how you can get one of these guys. Go to their social media and say, Open Vape, how do I get a vape charm? Evo Lab, how do I get a vape charm? Because they have them. They're just trying to figure out who wants them and how to give them out. Well, the cool part about this thing is it goes on your vape. So you just slide it on top of your vape and it's got a magnet on it. So you'll be able to store it upright, dude. It makes it so that the oil doesn't rest this way. It stays on your coil. So you keep it on the coil so your coil doesn't go bad. It also makes it so that if it's on your desk and you go to hit it with your elbow, it doesn't roll away because it stops like those things that we had pencils in the pencil grips back in the day. You know what I mean? But it's got a magnet. So you can actually have a little, ah, uh, dude, I have, there's little mat, there's little things that it's like a little disc and you can put it anywhere. I have one on the back of my phone, but I'm Skyping on it or I'd show it to you. But Oh, here's one. Okay, so check this out. This is kind of like a thing, but it's like a metal disc. You see that? Right. And you can stick it anywhere because there's stickums there. And then you can just mount it like that, like in a cabinet or something like that. <laughs> away from the kids and shit. Like my wife has one. She puts one of these on the back of the on the back of the headboard. And then she keeps one of these indicas on the back of the bed. So if she wakes up in the middle of the night and she wants to hit an indica pen, she can just hit it right there. The kids don't even know it's fucking hanging there, dude. The kids don't even fucking know it's hanging there, dude. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? You can put it in the car where the cops don't know. But anyway, that's it. You didn't hear that shit from me, though. You didn't hear that shit from me. Anyway, we don't we don't sell these guys yet. You can only get them through companies. So you have to hit up the company directly through social media and say, how the fuck do I get one of these? Get me some. But these guys, you can go check out lightercharms.com. I also have a nonprofit. If you want to go check out scenesters.com, that's S-C-E-N-E, like the scene. Stirs, kind of like Teamsters, but scenesters. Scenesters.com, where uh, we try to keep music in the lives of kids. We uh, we give musical instruments to kids. 
Uh, we have quarterly youth music showcases here in Denver, and we're hoping to be expand, be able to expand here soon in a couple other cities. Um, but if you have, if you want to make some donations or anything, we do have a donate button on the website. So uh, if you like to try to keep music going, uh, you want to have a voice in it, and you want to give us some input, donate and give us an idea, man. Uh, I think music and kids is is really important. Uh, especially these days because not enough people get to create and the most important thing that I can tell you is to get out and fucking create live your purpose and create I'm good man hey this man done took the mic from me I gave it to him I gave him the mic and he acted like he was fucking on some old Marvel shit he took the mic and just completely broke it apart Broke it down to all its 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 sales because he just destroyed it, letting y'all know exactly what was going on. If you ain't on that light of charm, you missed out at life. Trust and believe I'm gonna be working with this guy to try and find a way that I can get that on Tokyo Jameson on one of them bitches, cause I wants one. It's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, you I are think I got one for you. Boom. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tokyo James. He is Ambassador Chad. We have brought y'all everything that we had to give you. Mary was here for the whole thing. I'm feeling pretty doggone good, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. Two Bless you, Lady Cannabis. Thank you for all you give me. Big time facts. Big time facts. So I'm not going to keep y'all much longer y'all know how we get out of here every daggum time i need you to step out proud in your flaws with no draws stay high and first class ass and we will be back to do it again this is the last season my friends but it is never gonna end we're gonna be back to do bigger better higher and wetter peace yeah man Ladies and gentlemen, grab your J's, grab your blunts, grab your contraband. Let's toast to King Swid. I'm addicted to the cash. My concentration when no money chasing. I'm so focused, baby. No exaggeration. It's my inspiration that keeps me motivated. And my dedication to this rap nation. Running like I am a skater, collecting like I am a waiter. Money come back, gladiator. Set it off like a donator. Yes, I'm crispy and clean, like I'm from Krispy Kreme. Money haul like I'm drunk. I find it so hard to get clean in the Maybach machine. Thinking about all of my dreams, that's enough in itself. Now I'm up like caffeine. Yes, I'm living that life. Honestly, I am an addict. Diamonds all over my body. I'm in love with my carrots. Yeah, it's such a bad habit. I don't believe I can stop. I waited so long. I waited so long, now I'm up at the top. You wish I would flop. You wish I would flop like a fish with the water. I'm sorry, my nigga. I'm sorry, my nigga. I'm I don't have a disorder. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm addicted to this cash. I'm addicted to these stacks Like it's motherfucking crack Ain't no way you'll turn it back You hustle in Cadillacs We grind it on Maybach We focus, you sidetrack I remember grinding on 
on the corner just to get some dough. Now when I walk them stacks, I head to the studio. Drop a couple bars just to run the racks. Every verse worth four pounds of that pack. At Casino Hard Rock, life is not a hard knock. I found the key to that lock. Like my name was Sherlock. I'm black, made back. With the driver to match. Brain hooks in the back. Blowing the blood of that thwacks. Really got me relaxed. Money machine, no thumb count. Yes, some tax and no discounts. Work too hard for handouts. I love to get it and spend it. I'm not worried, I got plenty. Moment of silence reminiscing. There was time to count pennies. Counting up to how many. Now count blue faces. Carrying bags and briefcases. Taking a van on vacations. Real life, no animation. Hard work and dedication. Tired days and just patience. Now I'm up because I made it. Yeah, 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 I'm addicted to this cash. I'm addicted to these stacks. Like it's motherfucking crack. Ain't no way you'll turn it back. No, 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 no. You hustle in Cadillacs. We grind it on Maybach. We focus you sidetrack.